0: Hello, my name is Benjamin, and welcome to Affable Chat Off Script, the episodes of Affable Chat that are not about movies. My guest today is my good friend Andrew Flair. Andrew is a talented computer engineer who's packing his bags and moving all the way to Japan. And why is he doing that? Well, that's what I wanted to know, so I got him on the podcast, and I just had a blast learning a bunch of new things about life in Japan, so please enjoy this conversation with my good friend, Andrew Flair. Record
1: and oh, we're in there. There we are, and we're in there, dude. Welcome. Cool. Thanks, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like this f- fulfills my like celebrity complex, yeah. where I get to be like a guest on a podcast. So, well, I'm I'm definitely
0: like happy that we were able to make this happen because moving to Japan is a pretty I don't like it's it's kind of an interesting thing to do at this point in our lives. Like we're all trying to figure out what we want to do with our lives. So we're out of college. Like the the trail or like the path now no longer set before us like you get to really decide what you're doing exactly. so when I heard that you were not like I first heard you were going to Japan to take a class yep and then now to hear that you're moving there <laughs> um, it's 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 amazing honestly yeah, so yeah. I, I want to hear it all um, so let's start with why why leave the us dude don't
1: you know this is the most epic country <laughs> true it is it is pretty epic but I don't. It started. It's kind of a long story, but I'll get into it because that's kind of what this is for. Right. 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 <laughs> yes. Please tell us all. Um, it honestly, I ha- I had no idea this was coming until like a few years ago in college. It I had like this random spark of interest in Japan, and it's because I'm on YouTube a lot. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Me too, dude. And yeah, <laughs> um, and all of a sudden I I saw like this one recommended YouTube channel called abroad in Japan. Shout out. You should check it out. Okay. It's, it's really cool. Um, basically it's a guy who did a similar thing to what I'm going to be doing. Um, he is a guy from England and he moved over to Japan and, uh, He basically he went over there as a teacher, but he made all these videos about like what life is like in Japan. And I had no idea that like this whole other world existed. And he just showed all the the interesting things about like the culture and everything that's so different about like living in Japan. And in college, I just watched those for entertainment. I still didn't think like, oh, maybe this will be me one day.
0: But, but it's just, it's a novel thing to just see how a different culture yeah, lives. It was
1: really cool. It was really interesting. And I ended up just watching like all of his videos and got really sucked into it. And then just started watching all other related things about Japan on YouTube, like what the food's like, what the culture's like, you know, what it's like to live there as a foreigner. So were
0: these YouTube videos in English and like targeted at Americans or English speakers? Yeah, exactly. They
1: were in English. You know, I still had zero Japanese ability Mm -hmm. at all, which, you know, I still kind of do have zero ability. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then it just kind of spiraled after that. Like, I just got so interested. Even after graduating, I took a job in America. I worked for, like, a year as, like, a software developer, then project manager. But I still had this thought in the back of my mind, like, oh, man, I kind of want to do something like that. Uh, like, you know, through college and even before I had really no idea what I wanted to do mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and still kind of don't, <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm just going with the flow because you know, everyone tells you all the older people are like, you, you know, you're, you're younger and you have, you have the, the body and the ability to like just adventure. So just do it. Like, you know, go out there, see what's, see what's out there in the world and explore it, because you're going to regret not doing a, a lot of things that you wish you had done you know, when you're older and you can't do them anymore.
0: No, I totally agree with that. And yeah. it's like, it is, it's kind of brave to be like, I'm just gonna leave everything behind and take yeah. off to go to, uh, <laughs> to Japan.
1: I mean, it's so far away. What is that flight like? It's, it's rough. So I do a direct flight from Atlanta. So, which I didn't think was possible because it seems like Atlanta is not in a great spot to do that from, but you can do like a 14 and a half hour flight from Atlanta to Tokyo.
0: And what direction is that going? Are you flying? It
1: goes over the United States. So it goes West. It goes, it goes like you kind of arc up and go over like Alaska and Russia and then go down into Japan. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess if you think about it, it's hard to think of the world as a globe like that, but it's like. Still going straight over the globe? flat. Earthers have the <laughs> hardest time thinking the world is a globe. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> so, you um, do you like? Is it just like a normal flight though? Like you're just crammed in there with everybody else, or yeah. do you have like?
1: Yeah, you get meals and stuff like that, and you get like a little pillow and a blanket. But it's internet access. You have to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Okay, I, I guess and, and I should have assumed. Right, and it's <laughs> awful. It's so bad. You can't do anything on it. Do you at least have
0: like the heads up movie display?
1: Yeah, that okay. that's the lifesaver right there. Yeah. You have you, you have like hundreds of movies you can choose from, and so there's usually like two or three that you can find that you'll be interested in watching. So, so that that eats up like nine hours of the flight if you watch like three four movies.
0: I watched uh, I watched movies the whole time I flew to from New York to Dublin. Which is the longest leg of my flight to Europe, and I was like, "Dude, I might just
1: stay here. I never want to get on a
0: plane again." So, fourteen hours. I yeah, mean, it's uh, rough. So, how much time have you spent in Japan already? How much? What have you done so far?
1: <sighs> okay, yeah. So, to kind of finish my story, yeah, uh, th- that'll answer your question. Okay. Um, uh, to test out if I really wanted to live in Japan, I'm like, "Here's what I'll do. I'll go. I'll find like a, a two month thing I can do." And see, you know, if I'm in for Tokyo for two months, I feel like I'll get a really good idea of what it's like to live there. I feel like that's a pretty good amount of time. So, what they have, they have these actual just schools for learning the language. This is a single purpose. You just go there, pay them, and they teach you Japanese. So, is it like a
0: a dormitory type thing where you show up and you it, it, live at the school? Or? It can be, okay.
1: but there's tons of different types of these schools. Mine wasn't. They put you in like a share house. So basically you go and you have your own private room, but there's like a shared kitchen and bathrooms and things like that. For me, it was like 20 people in a share house, but there was a lot of bathrooms and a huge kitchen kind of thing.
0: And are these guys all Americans too? or Th- That's the coolest part is they're from
1: everywhere. Ah. I was in my class, I was the only American out of like to ten, uh, five to ten foreigners so there was a guy from belgium from germany there's a girl from switzerland like all over europe a, g- a guy from the philippines it's like wow it was wild so i know what's awesome is I, I have like a connection now in like so many different countries i have a friend that i can hit up wow which is cool. dude, yeah that is amazing it, were,
0: so were they on the same mindset they were like there's gotta be something more i gotta go check out japan <sighs> All of them had their different reasons. I sure, think. sure. Yeah.
1: And, and the cool thing about the school is you can go for as as long as you want. Uh-huh. Um, if you go past like three months, you have to get like a student visa or else they'll kick you out of the... You know, you can only visit a country for so long mm-hmm. on like a, your visa right, or right. Your, your passport. Yeah, because don't
0: you have to like declare how long you'll be there when you get there? I oh. remember when I went to Mexico, I had to fill, a, like, fill in like a card... That said, like who I'm visiting oh, really? and how long
1: I'll be there, and like when my return flight is, or something like that. I don't think they got that specific, but it's like if you just go there with your, your with your passport, it's like if you don't leave within three months, we'll kick you out. Kind okay. Of yeah. Um. Wh- where was? I? Okay. Yeah. So I went there for two months for the language school to learn Japanese, and I was like, all right, if I really enjoy it, I'll come. I'll try and find a way to come back. And
0: here. prior to this, how much Japanese did you know? Zero. Z- absolutely zero. Oh, is it absolutely zero, though? Were you a fan of anime for this? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I was.
1: A <laughs> good and, point.
0: Uh, let me give... Let me be full transparency here because I know anime kind of gets a bad rap sometimes yeah. with people being like, oh, I don't want to be a weeb or people get, you know... I just I started that. watching My Hero Academia. Yeah. And, oh, and I now choice. I see a little bit of why people love anime so much yeah. and you really can't knock it till you've tried it yeah. in my opinion i i know my hero academia is one of the better ones so are True. considered one of the better ones so maybe they're i'm sure every genre of, of like <laughs> animation or video has its reprehensible side but at the same of time course. there is some truly amazing yeah. uh stuff like my hero academia has truly blown me away um so yeah no it's incredible I well, I want to ask you: Are um, like are you a sub or dub guy? Definitely subtitles. Subtitles <laughs> okay. has to be. Yeah. So okay. Wait.
1: Wait. Wait. <laughs> uh, what about you?
0: Okay. I I was started off by a friend okay okay on so it's a dub dub.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i can tell by your face
0: but they told me that season four on hulu is sub so like i've been bracing myself for the transition and i'm i feel like it's a band-aid i'm gonna have to just pull off because yeah i know that my hero academia has a dub for the fourth season on like funimation or something as it's coming out um and eventually hulu will get that this is what i've been told but if I want to enjoy more than just my hero academia, I'm gonna to have to get used to the sub.
1: Yeah. And
0: sure. as a guy who's a fan of like when my weeb friends or like when I see PewDiePie like say like a little phrase in Japanese oh, in yeah. between things, I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Because one of my favorite <laughs> things, like I died laughing, and even this way before I even saw any anime when PewDiePie would like pretend to be a villain and he'd be like, hey, 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 <laughs> back Deme. at you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or the classic Omoi wa shindeiru. Yeah, no, there's there's some oh classic villain lines. It, Wait, it's can fun. you say
0: any All Might lines in Japanese? <sighs> the only one is Odo <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: it. See, that's so. That's what I'm talking about. That is that's a little bit Japanese that you knew. That, well, uh. that's true. It's true. But it's, honestly, and anyone who will tell you this, like learning Japanese anime. Well, not anyone, but anime anime is good for listening and like listening comprehension but the the language that they use is so not typical uh, like okay. it's so casual and so like like rude kind of language, right. even even yeah. wh- like things that people say to their teachers and things is like not accurate to what you would really say. Okay. So yeah, it's it, you can pick up a lot of bad habits trying to learn so Japanese. So you're saying that
0: anime is more le- uh, informal and rude yeah, per se? Yeah, exactly. So
1: you, you can pick up a lot of bad habits lis- like trying to learn Japanese <laughs> from anime. So okay, it's okay. not recommended, but like any listening practice is good practice mm-hmm. for like if you can hear what they're saying and comprehend it. So you went in with essentially no... Japanese yeah, language essentially experience. essentially zero. I knew, like, uh, arigato and, you know, right, like, of basics. And, and I tried to self-study on my own a little bit. Duolingo? No. no. Duolingo is awful for Asian languages. <laughs> oh, <really>? yeah, <laughs> Yeah, just want to PSA for that. Because Duolingo kind of does the immersion approach kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, also their style just doesn't work for for Japanese at least I've never I haven't tried like I don't know if they do Korean or you know those other yeah the other Asian languages but for Japanese it's it's got a really bad reputation okay yeah because I've mostly heard of it for Spanish that's what Uh, I've seen Uh, people I think it's really good for Spanish and and languages that are similar to your own for like immersion kind of thing right right right. yeah
0: well because in Japanese I I don't know much about their language uh do they or, or even writing do they go left to right when they write
1: um that's a good question they go left to right when they write but like books and stuff are read from right Right to to left left. right so like um, yeah is it manga or manga 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 okay yeah Yeah. because
0: i have read a manga or two in my childhood and i do remember being like why yeah (laughs) the book is backwards it
1: seems so backwards yeah i I can't (laughs) get
0: over it either oh man okay so you went into this class with almost no experience and you spent two months is that just
1: total like Immersion, only speaking Japanese, yes. like just learning the whole time. Yes. What's nice, what's bad and nice at the same time is you get to speak English with your classmates outside of outside of class, um, but in class it's 100 percent japanese they they some of the teachers don't even speak english like at all yeah so you kind of just use gestures and they use pictures and things to help explain things wow and and you get really basic in the beginning obviously Mm -hmm. but it it helps it's it you learn so fast it was like i think it was only four hours a day but those two months i i learned an insane amount wow four hours a day what do you do with the rest of your time i mean (sighs) that's a broad
0: question but is it anything academic
1: um, I did study outside of class a little bit and uh-huh. there's homework but I just kind of goofed around and traveled yeah you, know, well, you like, got take advantage of, yeah. yeah being there that's exactly. super cool
0: so um, after two months you felt like you had enough
1: uh, to to go back and stay <laughs> not enough Japanese skill but enough interest okay yeah for sure uh Japanese is is one of the I think it's top three maybe even with the hardest major language to learn from English. Okay. It's it's ridiculous, mostly because the alphabets and, and other crazy parts of the, and the you, language. And you've already got your yeah. Spanish classes from high school just taking up space up
0: there. Exactly.
1: You, you be- know, it's so funny you mentioned that. My... Japanese completely just yoinked the Spanish out of my brain and replaced it. <laughs> so anytime I try and think of like Spanish words, what immediately comes to my brain is the Japanese. Oh, equivalent. Okay. it's so weird.
0: Well, that'll be way more useful to yeah, you in Japan. Yeah. So maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Did you do any work there? N- well, not during that two months as a student. Okay. But So, you know, I confirmed my interest. I was like, this is awesome. I wanna come back either to live here or, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm gonna find something. Um, And so, I ended up finding an internship for software, a software company, a security company. So, the thing about internships in Japan is they're unpaid, so Mm -hmm. you're actually not legally allowed to do any work for the company. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. but what, what instead happened is they gave me kind of like a little course or not, maybe not a course, like a, a, yeah, a course, like just a bunch of exercises that I can do. And if I finish that within the three months I'm allowed to be in the country, then they'll hire me full time. And so, spoiler cool. alert, that's, yeah, spoiler that's, alert. <laughs> that's what ended up happening, yeah. <laughs> That's why we're doing this exactly. interview. Exactly, <laughs> so, so I'll Tell be us going about
0: back. when you failed at getting a job <laughs> yeah. in Japan. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. So, you were actually using your, like, you you're applying that knowledge of Japanese to actually get work done.
1: Well, okay, I do have to clarify, too. Even after the two months at that school, I am not even close to past the beginner phase. It, that's how, I mean... The, so, you're still the, using... Like, subs is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be a long time before I watch anime without subtitles. But but Japanese, I think on average, like, it, I think if you're studying outside of Japan, it takes like 10 years to come fluent. Wow. Yeah. My God. It's, it's rough. Yeah. But luckily, you know, me living there, I think it's going to be a lot faster. And I'll be studying pretty pretty studiously every day. So.
0: Yeah, well, I, I know that I'm not, I mean, I'm not a... Expert on linguistics, but I've heard that the best way to learn a language is immersion. So you're doing what you're what you can do. But how much English can like a lot of European countries? I know they they learn English as well as their native tongue, and even maybe others. Like when I was in France most of the time uh, I was there with my friend Evan we most of our time we spent with a girl from Germany who could speak French. Wow so she, she spoke English to us and then spoke French to them That's and amazing. she's like, I learned all this at school in Germany. so yeah, um, how much English are these are, are they like just the citizens of Japan speaking?
1: Uh, they're they're very similar well, similar and different at the same time similar in the fact that all throughout grade school they're learning english okay so from a young age they're exposed to english the thing is is they're really really shy about it and it, it does end after high school for them so a lot you know you have to choose to keep learning english after high school okay. like say in college or things like that because um, everyone when i went to tokyo going into it everyone's like dude You'll be fine. Everyone speaks English there. You won't have trouble at all ordering, or you know, there'll be English menus everywhere, and everyone speaks English. And that's just not true at all. Uh, it's really difficult because I think a lot of them have a good ability in English, but they're really shy and and nervous about it. Because the thing about it, the thing about the culture in Japan, especially like customer service, is they want to give you perfect customer service every time, oh, which is really cool. I love that. Yeah. Like even McDonald's is like clean and perfect and they're like so like they have such good manners. But the thing about that is if they can't speak perfect English, then they get nervous about that because they can't give you perfect customer service Uh, in English. mm -hmm. So it's, you know, there's a lot of places actually that just say no foreigners allowed. Actually, I never saw any of those. I heard rumors about yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. But well, because I understand
0: that like, the culture has to be tremendously different from here. Yeah. You know? There's got to be social norms there that would probably
1: sound alien. Yeah. And to it, us. That sounds awful. All right. Like putting a sign up on your on your restaurant that's like, no, no <laughs> foreigners, like get out of here. But it's it actually comes from a place of wanting, like not wanting to be somehow rude mm-hmm. because they they can't speak your language. Right. It's like we're.
0: It's not that we don't want you. It's that we're incapable of serving you. Right. Exactly. So it's pretty cool. Um. Is there any sort of like uh, social cues or like certain things you have to do to fit in? Like, I know, and I don't want to. No,
1: that's a great question. Yeah, I yeah. because
0: I I see in anime like they they like bow to each other a lot.
1: Yeah, there, there's a lot of small things like um like you don't really eat and walk on the street for example because they they take garbage really seriously. If you go to Tokyo, it's it's insanely clean. It's really, really cool. It's one of the most densely populated cities on Earth. Yeah. But you, it, it, like, when you see a piece of trash, you're like, "Oh, that's rare." It's, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, well, I mean, when you're on an
0: island, I feel like there's nowhere for that stuff to go. You have to you have to manage yeah, it, or it's yeah. going
1: to over, overwhelm you. Right. Exactly. And and things like. Um, like on escalators. There's a whole etiquette to escalators. Oh really? So you have to stand on the left side. Everything's like left, by the way. Okay. You know, they drive on the left side, so like on the sidewalk you're on the left side kind of thing. Uh, read books towards the left. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so on the escalator, you stand on the left side if you're not if you're not in a hurry. You stand on the left side and you you know, you wait for the escalator to go up. Right. Um but if you're in a hurry, there's the right lane of the escalator, which everyone walks up. So it's like, yes. yeah. And so if you go into Japan, if you go into Tokyo and don't know these things, you'll be that like, we we call them the baka gaijin, which means like idiot foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll just see one like big fat foreigner, like clogging up the entire escalator. Yes. And, and you'll just see a bunch of like obviously distressed Japanese people behind them, like trying to get like to their work because they're really late. Right,
0: right, right. I, when I went to Europe, like when I was prepping to travel around europe i was talking to all my friends who did study abroad and one of the number one things they recommended was that i learn how to use escalators correctly it's oh, the really? opposite in europe i'm pretty sure oh. where you stand on the right and you let people go on the left i may be wrong but basically you're supposed to stand off to the side if you're going to stand yeah. and let people pass and i was like that's a great system it is so then now when i i mostly fly in the states these days traveling for work so I get so mad. Even when I'm not in a hurry, I'll get to an escalator and I'll be like, you're standing there with your bag in the way? Like, that is so rude.
1: I I noticed the same thing. When when you come back, you notice all the things that you wish were like the other country. Yes. Like, for example, this is kind of a sidetracking, but everyone in Japan is so skinny. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to notice that until I come back to America, especially like (laughs) South Carolina and the rural suburbs. And everyone's so fat and you're like, oh my goodness. Because even like even people we think that aren't that overweight compared to like normal healthy skinny citizens of japan there it's it's wild like you realize how much of a problem we actually have over here with with people being overweight
0: oh yeah well i mean the diet has to be drastically different over there right
1: yeah you'll see this like anywhere you go outside of america but portion sizes are Mm -hmm. are drastically different well maybe not food but especially like drink sizes yeah and the amount (laughs) the amount of like soda that we consume here is insane compared to to Europe and Asia. It's, oh yeah, it's dude. wild.
0: Nothing, nothing beats like when I first moved to Oklahoma and went to Whataburger oh, yeah. and got like the normal sized drink there, and it's, <laughs> it's like it's so big that the bottom half of it is like the size of like a normal, like a regular sized drink, and then once it gets to, like this top half, it like <laughs> widens out, yeah, into like what could be like an effective bucket, like, yeah. and then you just <laughs> fill that up to the top. I know,
1: whatever. And then people get like people drink that twice in the restaurant and then get a refill to go home it's insane yeah it, uh, if you get a yeah it's a little frustrating like if you don't know this when you go to Japan and you get a small and it's like smaller than a kid's size in America and you're like wait what it's like a little water cup and yeah, yeah. But, well I mean
0: um you said McDonald's um how many other yeah. are, are there a lot of American fast ch- or I guess international fast food chains there yeah there's a good bit
1: for sure Is like Taco uh, Bell international you know I think I saw a... To- I can't remember. Sometimes I feel like I, I've seen them in Tokyo, but I, I, I'm i not sure. It could just be like
0: you've been saturated with seeing Taco Bells everywhere else in your life. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's probably it. But there's uh, definitely like the big ones like McDonald's, Burger King. There's KFC is pretty huge over there. Are they
0: still written in English or are they...
1: Um... Yeah. So pretty much any fast food restaurant like that, it'll be both. Okay. You know, in, in, in Tokyo, they do a really good job, even if the people can't speak English. Almost... I'd say like 60, 70% of the time, there'll be an English menu. So, you can you can just ask for that and then kind of point to get to order. Well,
0: because I, I assume there's pl- plenty of people from other countries, but I'm, I'm I'm assuming a lot of Americans probably go to Tokyo for
1: yeah. vacation or, or Exa- just or, tourism. Or jobs. In yeah, ju- yeah too, exactly. Yeah. So, Tokyo's great because out of anywhere in Japan, they speak the most English there, for sure. Um, and they have the most job opportunities there for for foreigners for sure. So yeah, there's a high, there's, there's a lot of foreigners there compared to the rest of Japan. Okay. okay. For sure.
0: So when you got there, um, you, you, oh, well you told me they drive on the left side of the road. Yeah. Did you, now that you're moving there, are you considering getting a driver's license or becoming
1: able to drive? Heck no. No, (laughs) no. That terrifies me. But the thing about it is public transportation is so good in Japan like, I think they have one of the most efficient, like, subway systems in the world. It's it's incredible.
0: Um, Did you have to take public transit to get from your place to school to when you were taking this class? Yes. Or to work? To,
1: Yeah. Pretty much anywhere you go, because it's really difficult to get an apartment where you can just not take public transportation, because uh-huh. Tokyo is huge. So if you want to get to, you know, a popular area, odds are you're going to be taking a train. Uh-huh. But it's really, really efficient. So um, f- do you uh, have to, like, is it? uh how do you pay for it i guess so you can buy individual tickets when you're going to the subway system but that is a mess and it's like based on the distance you're going Uh and so many people get confused and like do the wrong thing with that so what you can do is you can get these like little ic cards and you just load them up with money Mm -hmm. and when you go through a gate you just tap it on the gate and then it'll you know wherever you exit it'll subtract that amount of money and is it affordable like is it it's I'm not it's expensive I'm not going to lie really? but most jobs in Japan will pay for your transportation from home to work as long as you know you know living you know in Korea or something right. they'll they'll pay for it <laughs> um because yeah you you actually released a
0: YouTube video when right. you were in Japan I think when you're doing your class and right. you were explaining the bullet train I think it was or
1: yeah there, so there's three different types of trains in Japan the uh-huh. bullet train which is like it's insanely fast and inefficient sorry efficient so you can um but it's expensive so you can go from one side of japan to another on this bullet train pretty fast but it's it'll run you a few hundred bucks oh wow but but it's like the you know it's the high speed like the fastest train you can pretty much take Um, do you know how fast I have no idea, okay. <laughs> but but fast. You can probably Google that pretty quickly. Yeah, cool. yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> but okay, so that's one train.
1: Yeah. Then what I took, which there's a train from the airport to like central Tokyo. Because mm-hmm. the airport, like Narita Airport, is actually not really in Tokyo. It's actually, they they say Narita Tokyo Airport, but it's in like the state to the right of Tokyo. So Wait, did you say state? Yeah, well, it, it, they call them prefectures. But yeah, there's wow. like different kind of states. I never even
0: thought about how Japan was divided up like that. Yeah. How many... Like parts are there to Japan. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there's I that think, many then. I think there's tw- in the 20s maybe. Okay. Yeah. There's there's a good bit of <sighs> not 50, but okay. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, then... <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But yeah, Tokyo itself is a prefecture. So okay. to the right of it is Chiba. That's where the airport is. So from this airport to like central Tokyo, there's kind of a train that's not a bullet train, uh-huh. but it's not a normal train either. It's, a, it's like in between speed. Okay. And so that's the one I think I was talking about in my video now, that I
0: took. So for Americans um, who have ridden maybe a public transit yeah. in a city, I feel like the BART in San Francisco is very similar to like the subway in New York. It's very similar to the metro in the sense that they're all like trains that move at a decent clip but right. they're not going light speed so exactly is that kind of what you're talking about or is this even faster this one
1: that? is faster than those okay because then there's just the regular trains in tokyo and those are similar to you know the the, right. the new york metro and all that stuff like okay that. okay yeah so in my video i was talking about the one that it, you actually pick your seats and it's like kind of like an air like an airplane layout you uh-huh. know where you're like sitting you have an assigned seat kind of thing um and then once you get to Central Tokyo, all the all the metro lines and all those normal trains are you know like standing room, and there's like a few seats kind of thing, and and those are the normal not so fast trains. That's um, something I'm so jealous of. Yeah, I, I <laughs>
0: it's a luxury. <laughs> Last night we went out in downtown Greenville, Ex- yeah. and half of the people with us were like, "Well, I can't I I can't drink anymore because I have to drive because how else am I gonna get yeah. around?" And uh, exactly. it's pretty frustrating. Um, so it, I, I definitely am jealous of that aspect. Japan has it going on.
1: It's awesome. But one thing that's interesting about Japan is the last train is like at midnight or like just after midnight. So what most people do is they go out, they drink until like 5 a.m., which is when the first train comes. So yeah, <laughs> because like 12 a.m. is like there's a lot of nights where that's enough, right? You go out and you have a good time. Yeah. And, and you're like, all right, 12 rolls around. You're like, this was a good night. But when when you're really getting into it and you stay downtown like till 2 or 3 a.m. then in Tokyo you wouldn't have a way back until like 5 so most people just kind of truck through it and and stay out and survival so, techniques yeah, yeah.
0: so um, that sounds like a pretty uh, intense like uh, nightlife culture.
1: What about the work culture?
0: I've heard a lot of things about Japan having yes. an intense work culture.
1: Yes. So this is one of the darker sides to Japan, but the work culture is pretty rough. Yeah. It's pretty insane. the The amount of hours of overtime that people put in yeah. is is pretty insane. People, people just like work themselves to death yeah. literally sometimes. And, and it's, it's kind of wild. Um, just because people in Japan are, you know, kudos to them. They're really hard workers. So uh-huh. they want to get their work done, but the culture, in my opinion, is something that can be improved for sure. Yeah. I've you,
0: heard, I've heard that as a criticism. I've also heard that it's common to take a nap in the afternoon in the yeah. middle of the workday.
1: No, it's so funny. Uh, during lunch, Like some of my coworkers during my internship would just eat a quick lunch and then string some chairs together and take a nap for the rest of lunch. (laughs) It's it's pretty bizarre. You'll just see like, oh, there's you know, there's Isaka just laying down under his desk, like sleeping with a little pillow he brought.
0: I would definitely get on board with that. I I, you know, I'm
1: thinking about adopting that, honestly.
0: I've always heard the trade off though is that like if you're napping in the afternoon then you have to stay later, it's like your like American workplace is like a sprint versus the marathon. That is the Japanese. Yeah, workplace.
1: it's true. People, people don't really leave work until they feel like they've done enough work for that day. Yeah. Which I think is common in, in many places, yeah. but in Japan, you know, that'll mean 10, 10, 11 PM sometimes for wow. people. And, and it's not uncommon at all to see people just passed out on the trains on the way home. Yeah. Like some people will have timers for that's one thing about the train system is it's so punctual. Uh-huh. You can set a timer like this is when I'll be home. This is when my train stops at my stop every day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they'll have a little alarm that wakes them up in case they fall asleep on the train home. Or something that is like that.
0: absolute insanity. Because yeah. again, I've never lived in a place where I've relied on trains for transportation, <laughs> but I've always heard, like I've seen memes and stuff where people are like, oh, looks like the whatever train is late again. Yeah, you right. know.
1: In Japan, it's, it's insane. It's to the dot every minute. You, you can look up the train timetables for every train line in Tokyo, and nine times out of 10, it'll arrive exactly on that minute every time.
0: Dang. That's, that, honestly, that's kind of what you have to have if you're going to expect basically the whole populace to switch to that. Exactly. Like, yeah. how, how many people did you know that actually owned a car?
1: I I literally only knew one, which was my boss that like helped drive me from the airport the second time around uh-huh. that I came. He was the only person. Like almost everyone just uses the public transport, which is pretty awesome. It's cool because you'll go to a city like New York and it's just so crowded with cars (laughs) and horn noises, and it's like it just kind of ruins the atmosphere. But in Tokyo, like in some of the most populated areas, the streets will kind of just be normal looking, you know, like normal density of cars there Mm -hmm. just because everyone's using the subway. I mean, all the people I know that live in New York don't have cars, you know, like there's like, forget that. And yet somehow it's just (laughs) filled to the brim with cars everywhere you go in New York. Yeah, Taxis and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, with a work culture like that, that you're volunteering to
0: join, um, I feel like part of it is you aren't giving up as much. Like if you stay at work till 11 PM, it's not like you're missing your wife at home. You're not like you're missing your kid going to their first soccer game or something. Right.
1: And it, it depends like heavily on the company too. Okay. So my company is actually very casual. Like dress code wise in Japan, normally it's it's business suit and nothing else. Uh It's kind of cool. Everyone has like these fitted suits. Everyone looks nice and clean. But for my work, I can wear the, the only rules are no shorts and no flip flops. Wow, yeah. that so is an amazing. It's dress code. Re- yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty I – I lucked out finding this company for sure. That is awesome. And well, so-
0: I'm really happy to hear that because when you told me you were moving there <laughs> to get a job, the first thing I heard of was all the terrible things I'd right. heard about the work culture. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, yeah, me too. That's why I was nervous, and it, and it took me a while to find something. In fact, at first, the easiest way to get to Japan for a native English speaker, speaker is to, to be a teacher. Okay. So I was actually I was so close to being an English teacher at first. Yeah. And then and then from there, once you get over there, it's easier to find other jobs. Uh-huh. But for example, you know, the, the guy I mentioned uh, earlier abroad in Japan, that's yeah. what he did is he originally came over as an English teacher. So I was like, OK, I could probably do that. Um, but but yeah, that's what m- maybe 90 90 percent of foreigners go over there first as like a, a, a English teacher. And then they they some some like it and keep doing that or some kind of branch out and find what they what they really want to do. Interesting. Interesting. How many other Americans did you did you meet there? Um, I'm trying to think. So, on my first go around, I don't think I met maybe one or two, and I don't really remember them either. Uh-huh. Um, it was mostly other foreigners in, in my language school from, you know, it, it was mostly Europeans. Okay. Um, and then on my second go around to the internship, there was there was a handful most of the other interns were American okay
0: yeah um, going back to the family thing though how does
1: your family feel about you totally ditching them <laughs> and moving to the other side of the planet they disowned me but no, no. Um, <laughs> they they're super happy for me my parents are, are incredibly supportive my brother too yeah um, they're obviously pretty sad that I'm going but well, I, I, dude no I I know how it is, and because my parents were like, "Oh man, we're totally gonna miss you
0: when you move to Oklahoma." You know <laughs> but hey, that's pretty far away, you know. Yeah, but you're on the whole other side of the planet. Like for you, is Christmas even like reason enough to return home?
1: Yeah, I think so. I okay. think depending on how long I stay there. Right. I mean, which was my next question: How long do you expect to live in Japan? <laughs> that I'm still just kind of going with the flow with this whole thing. Honestly, uh-huh. if I had to stay right now, I would guess probably like five years. Okay. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. But uh, honestly, that's just kind of a shot in the dark. I, sure. I could love it and stay there for longer. I could be like, mm, this kind of sucks and just kind of <laughs> peace out after a year or two. Yeah, but,
0: yeah. but but at least a year or two. So yeah, you're, you're, you're going for
1: it. Yeah, I'm in there for long term, yeah. I think, for just, for a decent amount of time.
0: That's really cool. I mean, I, um, like your five year plan, like those kind of questions. I, I hate it. it. I always feel like it's a little dishonest to be like, I know exactly what's going to be happening to me in five years. <laughs> like you have no yeah, idea. Yeah. You know?
1: To give you like perspective on that in middle school, do you remember they, they used to give us these like little quizzes, like what are you, what are you going to do in the future? And yep. then they would track that over time. In, like, sixth grade, I said chef. Then in, like, seventh grade, I said professional hockey player. And then, like, and it, it was still kind of like that. Up until high school, I was like, you know, computer engineering. I like computers. That has the word computer in it. And so I think I'll pick that one. Nice. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. I, it, yeah. It, we have to choose what we're going to do so early and, like... There's all these different factors you have to think of. It's like, what about the availability of a job like this? Will this job be obsolete by the time I yeah, get done learning about it? Exactly. I remember—I don't remember which year it was, but one of the years, my thing said I was going to be a video game tester, <laughs> which is definitely a job Ooh. I made up.
1: <laughs> Nice. <laughs>
0: Testing video games. I was like, well, yeah, 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 I don't want to have to develop them. I just want to play them. <laughs> I'll tell you if they're broken. I don't want to have to fix them,
1: though. That's the dream. That's what, uh, you were just you were in QA is what you were, you know, yes. quality assurance. Right? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's what you really meant. That's but. R- sure. And, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So uh, nobody knows. That's why, yeah. that's why, um, doing something like this, like you deciding to go, I so thrilling yeah. because you really had like, Nobody knows if this is a great idea or a bad idea. You're just yeah, going to exactly. go do it and see what happens.
1: Yeah, honestly, I'm just, I'm just going with the flow, just doing what I want to do in the moment and, well, within reason, you know, being responsible about it. But
0: Oh, sure, yeah, I mean, you still got to provide for yourself and take right. care of yourself, but exactly. there's so many things you'll experience in Japan that I think will, it, like, there's so much, um, I, I, like, of course, I'm going to turn this back on me oh, of course. and talk about what it was like to live in Oklahoma, but going to a place, a new place by yourself, And having to rely on just you, it's so good for your personal development. It
1: is. You learn so much about yourself. It's true. And if you're someone that's... Tends to be introverted. It it opens you up so much too. You know, like because you kind of have to to be a little extroverted, and if you want to get things done or learn how to live, like especially yes. in a place where the language is so different, then you have to open up a little bit. Yeah. And and it, it you grow so much as a person, and
0: it's, you keep that with you. You know, even if you someday move back here, you'll be that much more you because yeah. you'll have developed that in like, another country, which I just think is so cool. Um, not, not, nothing, not trying to knock anybody who like lives in the same hometown their yeah, whole life, yeah, but yeah. it's, there's something that you can really gain from just putting yourself in a brand new environment and having to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And, and it doesn't even have to be moving to a new country. It can be the small victories like that. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're in the same. I felt a, like a smaller
0: version of that when I moved to college, just, you know, yeah. two hours away in Columbia, South Carolina, I was like, this is a different place. Like you meet people that open up your worldview and it's just so important, like just getting out of that bubble. Right. Um, where you think that it's like all the people where i'm from we all agree with each other we think the world <laughs> runs like this yeah exactly then you go somewhere else and you're like oh turns out yeah. we were being a little closed-minded exa- that's a good point yeah you get a <laughs>
1: lot of different perspectives it's it's cool do
0: they have any uh like opinions on americans like when you met them were they like
1: you know, um mcdonald's or no honestly <laughs> like the perception of american people is pretty darned good in Japan. Oh, really? I know it's different in Europe, at least speaking with all the Europeans from my language school. They all think we're fat and stupid. But <laughs> uh, in Japan, you know, they really like American like um, entertainment. Oh, really? So music and like movies, especially. Could you bring up any examples of like popular America?
0: Because I'll, I'll bring up an example from my time in Mexico. I remember my cousins were like, oh, Beyonce is amazing. I love Rihanna. And I was like, do you listen to Drake? And they were like, <laughs> again they, they had, never heard of him and yeah. that's just my family members i'm sure some of them had but it was interesting to me that drake so who i view as hugely popular and like comparable was not quite right. as popular
1: yeah, I can't think of any specific examples like yeah. that, but there are some weird ones. Like they're like obsessed with like Tom Cruise. You know, which like over <laughs> here not so much because of his kind of, you know, his whole deal. But uh, and the, the the way they like, Tom Cruise it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's well, pretty like cool. He's like the
0: classic American movie star. Like if you exactly. if you only pay attention to him on screen, he is such like the American I know. He's like perfect. Yeah, like yeah. his
1: movies are he makes solid movies yeah. and he's like a good-looking guy. Even into like his 50s, so right, right. People, yeah, people love him over there.
0: Did they? Um, again, um, turning it back to me, like I <laughs> love to do. Um, when I was in Mexico, most of the movies in the movie theaters were American films, and um, yeah. even if they were dubbed, like, what was that the case in
1: Japan? Yeah, for sure. Uh, all of them will have Japanese subtitles. Some will even be dubbed. Uh-huh. M- mostly the animations, like Frozen and things like that, yeah. will be dubbed. But uh, but yeah, most of the movies are, are Oh wait, yeah. Did American I say dubbed? Movies. I meant subs.
0: I didn't actually see one but that's just what they told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but um yeah, American culture is freaking uh we dominate yeah, in it, entertainment. It, yeah,
1: and when it comes to entertainment we're the we're the top dogs. But
0: sure. I would argue Japan is like almost they're, they're they're right behind us or at least they're one of their, they set themselves apart from a lot of other places especially yeah. with the prevalence of anime. Um, oh yeah. Because of I mean
1: so, I'm sure that's also popular there, A hundred percent. It's so bizarre to see, like, just, like, you know, lewd anime girls in all of, like, commercials and things like that. But it's <laughs> so normal. Like, on the trains, you'll just see, like, you know, just anime, like, advertisements for, like, just normal products. Nice. And... It's so funny, like the the ads on the internet are like all anime, and and so like my boss will be scrolling through a web page, right, like showing me something, and there would just be these huge anime titties, like right next to like the like what he's explaining, and it's and me and my like in- other interns are just like looking at each other, like does he notice the gigantic boobies over there? But it's just so normal, blood rocketing out of your nose. <laughs> yeah, like.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that. What's the internet like over there? Is it a different
1: internet? Um. It's, I don't, uh, like, you mean the content on the internet? Well, because I know that in China,
0: they restrict oh, certain websites I see. Uh, because the government doesn't allow it. Um, right. And they, you know, each country has, like, their preferences. Like, WhatsApp is a little bit more popular in other countries. Like Right. What, what was your experience like just being on the internet in Japan? It's.
1: Pretty much the same. Okay. They're, th- yeah, they're not too strict about it at all. There's, there's not, you know, not any more rules than I can think about. Uh-huh. I think they are a little bit more strict when it comes to pirating and things like that. Okay, um, they'll actually like set, like you know, like arrest you if if they catch you doing too much of that kind of thing. So did you you still use Google and yeah yeah? I mean, it's the same exact thing. There's there's no no, not even comparing it to like China where they have right, you know, the Great Firewall of China. And, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, they
0: didn't have like a Japanese version that's maybe more popular or more people like I use the one from my country or something like that. Not,
1: you know, pr- they probably do have a lot of things like that, but I wasn't really exposed to them because I just use the things that I was comfortable. Right. With. Right. Like I know you were still active on social media and stuff. Right. Um, did
0: they have different social media or like something else that they use?
1: Um, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. Probably one big thing is their messaging app that they They use Line. I don't know if you've heard of I've Line. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's basically like a WhatsApp or a Facebook Messenger kind of thing, but it, it just uses the internet. And so a lot of people don't even have like good texting plans because almost everyone just uses Line. Ah. Yeah, everyone just messages each other on online. I assume really cool. you have... Yeah. line now yeah exactly it's line with an end it's it's line like a like a line oh, okay. yeah like a geographical line interesting <laughs> yeah. is there a different word for it in japan
0: or they no, it's called it line? just called line. line yeah interesting um so are you going to be creating content while you're in japan i hope i do
1: yeah yeah i always do this thing where i take a, a large break for no reason mm-hmm. but um yeah it's tough I mean, to
0: get going again once you take a break <sighs> it is
1: yeah so for, for anyone that doesn't know i i made a lot of YouTube videos back in the past. And recently I've been on, I've tried an endeavor to make more like lifestyle, like, I don't know, vlogs and and things like that about my journey to Japan. And that kind of fizzled out again. Yeah. But I I, to answer your question, I do hope to start making some more content. I hope you do, man. I just need to figure out what exactly I want to do. Yeah. The thing is, is I don't want to just put videos out there about me and only me i want there to be some sort of like fulfilling content that other people have a reason to enjoy right right you know? right. and so i i haven't exactly found that yet
0: yeah it's it's um i feel like just by living in japan you'll find something that's going to be interesting yeah. enough to share with us um yeah and by us i mean the collective internet <laughs> um also another thing that is um about living in japan is it might be harder for you to play
1: fantasy football it's so true. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm sure you noticed on, on our league, but like, Cause we
0: yes, for for anyone who doesn't know, we are in the same fantasy football league. Yeah, and I actually remember specifically when I was playing you, Alvin Kamara was like a late, like he was he was benched right before the game started. He had like a lingering injury, and they're like, yeah. you know what, we were gonna play him, but we decided not to for this game. And you were in Japan, so yeah. I was like, all right, it's I don't have awful. to play against Alvin Kamara, and you so.
1: Yeah, is it feasible? Could yeah. do you see it being feasible? I, I think if I'm diligent enough, yes. Yeah, and but that means you know, like the games are at 3 a.m. in Three, the morning. Yeah, okay, I, that's yeah. what I thought. There's the so middle of the night. It's it's really hard because some. It, it, I just I didn't realize how much I wouldn't care about football because yeah. it's like. You know, in America, it's all over the commercials, all over TV, and everything. Well, it's so also I'm, like
0: the thing. It's like right. you coming over to see the game, or let's go to the tailgate this weekend. Yeah. It's it's such a big part of our culture.
1: Yeah, and when so when I'm in Japan, fantasy is like my only link to like American football. Yeah. So if I'm not thinking about fantasy, I'll just like I'll wake up Monday and be like, oh crap, wait, the Panthers played yeah like yesterday. Right. Yeah, and like Clemson played. Yeah. And, and oh, I had okay. no idea. That's gotta that's gotta
0: hurt right now. It does. I mean, you're here, so you're you're back at the perfect time to witness Clemson's run yeah Uh, but it must be tough to like not be able to how did you keep up with the tigers it's it's
1: rough luckily with clemson and and college football most of the games are at like 12 Uh and so in japan i think that is like 10 uh like 1 a.m so no 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 sorry (laughs) It was like 10 a.m. So oh, okay. Yeah, 10 a.m. So as long as I woke up at a decent time in the morning, I yeah. could catch the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I would always at least catch like the last half of the game yeah. if it was like a noon game.
0: Well, because football is kind of a commitment to be like a fan, of any sport, honestly. It's kind of a commitment to keep up with your team. And I've always thought about the idea of taking a year off, like where oh. I, I'm like what if I use the bandwidth that I that I use to focus on football on something else for a year? Yeah. And the only that's a time, lot of bandwidth. It is. It seriously is, though. If like I always joke with um, my co-host, Joey, because we're always talking about movies and we have to watch movies all the time. I'm yep. like, dude, can you imagine how much like content I could consume if I didn't spend all my time <laughs> watching football? Right. Um, well, so and not to like push you in any direction, but with our fantasy football league, I think it would definitely be permissible for you to take your leave while you're yeah. living in a different country to focus on living in another country right you know uh instead of trying to hold on to retain something which our fantasy league is epic and we just, we'd <laughs> never want you to leave but japan is something that we didn't expect you right know? that's for sure
1: and, and i think there's something to be said too that it for one it's difficult on me but i think i'm i i may just kind of bring down the whole league if i'm not setting my lineup every week you right know? people when they'll they'll come up uh, against me it's it's kind of a a, a free win right so right, right. It, to keep things competitive it, it might be in my best interest to dip out but, right
0: okay but, we'll, we'll we'll finalize things off pod but sure. i think it, it was just something that i thought was interesting like you never consider that like right. when you're moving to another country you're like oh man fancy football is gonna be harder to play
1: <laughs> yeah it's wild because i i mean i'm like a diehard football fan too i, I would watch every single panthers game every yep. single clemson game every weekend and then it just went from that to like waking up on like sometimes tuesday and then i'll remember like oh wait yeah wait what was the score of the panthers game like a really big game right exactly like
0: um i mean panthers are fully in rebuild mode right now so potentially now would be the time to move to japan (laughs) as far as like being a panthers fan because you might not miss anything like i could fully say i mean i'm a niners fan i watch like every game for the last 10 years but i could have missed like the last five years and not really have missed anything (laughs) right you know what i'm saying like Uh it was basically torture um (laughs) So that's a good time. Meanwhile, Clemson is in the middle of what could be remembered as like the greatest run that a single quarterback has ever had. Like, if Trevor Lawrence is able to win, and I mean, the, the whole team's able to win right. on Monday night, and then next year to run it back again. Right. Trevor Lawrence could finish college and enter the NFL draft with three natties and zero losses. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so that would be hard to miss. You know, that'd be tough true. Maybe. I
1: think, you know, if that started happening, I'd make it a point to to keep watching the games. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but yeah, you're it's right. It, I, you're definitely right. It's it hurts a little bit like just not being able to to keep intact with that right American and, culture,
0: and I'm sure you'll find the balance that you're going to you're going to set because obviously you can always come back and football will still be here right, and um and there's other things that you can pay attention to in Japan right. Like, are esports bigger in Japan? That's um, I'm, that's a huge assumption I'm making. I I've no, I'm going off of nothing there besides that. Like I don't know. I figure uh, they might like esports. Yeah, over
1: there. you know I'm not really into to esports enough to know okay. the difference, but they I know they're into gaming like huge. Like gaming's yeah. a huge part of their culture for sure. So I wouldn't doubt it if esports were huge over there.
0: Well, did you notice any particular sports dominating the culture while you were there?
1: Um, like sports in general? Yeah. Um, not really, but from what I've heard it's mostly like baseball is the big one over there. Ah, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Um, but but yeah, like I said gaming it's huge over there because there's so many game centers and arcades and Ooh. like yeah the, the thing that they're really really into is our rhythm games where like ddr yeah like ddr but also games where there's just a bunch of buttons in front of them and they just they they're just wildly flapping their hands hitting all these <laughs> buttons
0: oh i actually saw a video of you playing one of these where oh, you yeah. were like slapping it was like a wall that yeah. lit up yeah exactly yeah. that was
1: kind of a, a basic one but yeah. there, but there's some that like you're slapping buttons you're sliding screens you're like doing all this crazy stuff and people will come and they'll like bring gloves and they'll like just strap on their white gloves and like they and they're insane like it, it, you know in anime when their like arms are moving so fast it's like a blur it's, yeah, it's yeah. literally that over there <laughs> and it's it's so wild to watch but yeah ga- gaming is such a huge part of the their culture i wouldn't be surprised if esports was pretty big over there sure, sure. i know it's huge in china and korea for sure yeah but I, I didn't really see much of it in japan in person but it definitely could could be huge right
0: right yeah. well because you know what I'm saying? You could, you know, you might sacrifice some of your, how much you pay attention to football, but there could be something over there where you're like, I would never have access to this. Yeah. Like one day, and this is just a pipe dream. I have no real plans to accomplish this, but I would love to live in England for like a full Premier League oh, season yeah. and just go to all the games. Right. Because the thing that's different about the Premier League than like American sports, like pro sports, is that it's the size of like a state. like it, Like England, the yeah. entire country is so small right. and it has all these professional teams, like all, it has... 20 premier league teams and basically like georgia right and so you could get to all these different
1: stadiums and see all these live games it definitely be expensive but right.
0: you could not you would you'd have nothing to compare to that here
1: yeah you know i never thought about that yeah because because uh, i i follow the premier league too sometimes and mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point because yeah everything's so close together it, it, but it is i have heard premier league games are hard to to get tickets for i oh, think really yeah, either either really expensive or you have to be like a club member or things like that. I um
0: it, and I I probably part of that comes f- with um trying to get the local fans to be the ones in there. I went to oh, Everton against uh Brighton, no not Brighton. It was um West Brom. West Brom Mm. at Everton and it's because it was the FA Cup. None of the good teams were playing while I was Uh, there. It was the worst timing. Anyways, Everton still had Romelu Lukaku. So I was like uh, excited to see him. Anyways, all that side information. They had rules for like you can't wear opposition color like clothing. So I'm not an Everton fan. So I just wore like basically like brown clothing and then I bought an Everton hat so I could fit in with the crown and they enforced that. Like when you walked in, they checked to make sure you weren't Are you secretly a West Brom supporter? Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. So is that because did you buy a ticket like as an Everton? Yes. Okay. And
0: there's a corner of the stadium that's for away fans. I see.
1: Okay. So it's not as if they were trying to limit the amount of supporters in there. It was just the section that you were in.
0: Exactly. And and most of the stadium is full of Everton supporters. I see. And something that was super, I mean, this really um, accentuates how different like the location, like regional sports is, most, or not most, a lot of the people at the stadium walked home after uh, like their houses were in the suburb that's next to the city. Wow. So yeah.
1: Like like green Bay style. Exactly. That's it's just like green
0: Bay. That's a great example Wow, because they're from Everton isn't even the only premier league team in Liverpool
1: because they're right. It's also Liverpool. Right.
0: So these people were just like, I'm an Everton fan because like I could throw a rock out my back window and hit the goalie. Like, wow, that's wild. Yeah. So th- that's what I'm talking about. I was like, there could be something like that, that you could really get invested in there. Right. Um, so, um, you know, maybe I, I want to encourage you to maybe let go of American
1: sports, uh, yeah,
0: if it means getting a full uh, immersion in something new. No,
1: yeah, that's a that's definitely good advice because I I want to find some sort of hobby there to get to get passionate about. Yeah, yeah, so, I just don't I don't know what the, exactly that is yet, but but right. I'm I'm, sure, I'm there's so many things over there. I'm sure I'll find it. There's so I'm much just time, go, dude. Uh, again, just going with the flow and just seeing kind of yep. seeing what happens. And that's why I want. I would love to see. Um,
0: you know, anything that you put out, I'm going to be waiting, anticipating, because I, I can't wait to see what Japan is like. Um, But I think that's going to do it for this a little conversation, wow. dude. Um, Did you have any plugs? Anything you want to... Social media, anything?
1: Um, You know, I would plug my YouTube, but I don't know if I'm going to create any content. But just in case, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, it's Flare Report, but I, don't, I think you can just go to my Twitter, twitter.com slash Flare Report, F-L-A-I-R. Yep, and Report. that'll be
0: in the description as well, if you're looking to look into that um but yeah flair this was an amazing interview this is such interesting stuff to me thanks, so man. Thanks, yeah, for, no, thanks for coming by
1: I, I, yeah i really enjoyed it it's, it's been great thanks man
0: thank you so much for listening to affable chat if you have any comments or want to suggest a topic or a movie for us to discuss you can call our phone number eight three three six hundred two four that's 833-600-CHAT. Call us anytime and leave us a message and we promise we'll play it on a future episode and respond to it. Uh, so dial that number. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And wherever that is, uh, please leave us a review. That really helps expand our reach and broaden our audience audience you can reach us on twitter and instagram with the same handle at affable chat uh, or you could send us an email affable at gmail.com check us out on youtube just search affable chat uh and that's gonna do it for the plug so uh for affable chat i'm benjamin thanks for listening